When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. There's a holiday emergency. What if Santa helps him get to the hospital with his sleigh? There will be guys as a closet. And we're questioning relationships. I do sometimes call her a scammer. Call her a bitch. I'm Jared Hall from Entertainment Weekly, and here's what to watch on Monday, December 18th. We're counting down today's top three must-see picks from TV and movies. But first, your entertainment headlines. The pre-holiday box office is off to a sweet start thanks to Timothy Chalamet's eccentric chocolatier, Wonka. The fantasy musical debuted with a $39 million domestic opening and $151.4 million worldwide. Trailing behind in second place, The Hunger Games, The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes adds another $5.8 million to its now $145.2 million total. Hayao Miyazaki's latest, The Boy and the Heron, enjoyed a lucrative second weekend in the U.S., earning another $5.1 million. Godzilla Minus One is still stomping a path to success, drawing another $4.8 million worth of tickets from audiences in the U.S. for a total of $34.3 million. And Trolls Band Together rounds out the top five with an additional $4 million. We'll take sad news for 200, Ken. Mayim Bialik has announced that her time as Jeopardy! co-host has come to an end. In a statement posted to her social media accounts, Bialik wrote, quote, As the holiday break begins in Hollywood, I have some Jeopardy! news. Sony has informed me that I will no longer be hosting the syndicated version of Jeopardy! She added that she was incredibly honored to have been nominated for a primetime Emmy for hosting this year and deeply grateful for the opportunity to have been part of the Jeopardy! family. A Sony spokesperson and confirmed the news to EW, but held out hope that Bialik could return, saying in a statement, quote, We made the decision to have one host for the syndicated show next season to maintain continuity for our viewers, and Ken Jennings will be the sole host for Syndicated Jeopardy. We are truly grateful for all of Mayim's contributions to Jeopardy, and we hope to continue to work with her on primetime specials. General Hospital and The Kelly Clarkson Show were the big winners at this weekend's Daytime Emmy Awards. The ABC Soap took home trophies for Drama Series, Directing Team for a Drama, Supporting Actor, Supporting Actress, Younger Performer, and Guest Performance. Clarkson's eponymous series won Outstanding Daytime Talk Series and Daytime Talk Series Host, beating the likes of The Drew Barrymore Show and The Jennifer Hudson Show in both categories. Elsewhere in the ceremony, All My Children legend Susan Lucci enthusiastically accepted the Lifetime Achievement Honor, and Days of Our Lives star Stephen Nichols paid tribute to General Hospital's Tyler Christopher, who died in October. You can check out the full list of winners at EW.com. 
In related news, Jack Axelrod, the actor who played mob boss Victor Jerome on General Hospital and who also had roles on Grey's Anatomy, My Name is Earl, and many other shows, died November 28th of natural causes in Los Angeles. He was 93. A Korean War veteran, Axelrod began acting while studying architecture at the University of California, Berkeley. Axelrod is best known for starring as mob boss Victor Jerome, the rival of Angus McKay, for three years on General Hospital. Axelrod's additional television credits include guest roles on Grey's Anatomy, My Name is Earl, Dallas, Dynasty, Night Court, Murphy Brown, Everybody Loves Raymond, Frasier, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, Shameless, The Office, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, Ray Donovan, and Modern Family. His film credits include 2008's Hancock, 2010's Little Fockers, and 2011's Super 8 and Transformers Dark of the Moon. And Matthew Perry's cause of death has been revealed as, quote, acute effects of ketamine. According to an autopsy report from the Los Angeles County Medical Examiner's Office obtained by EW, drowning, coronary artery disease, and buprenorphine effects were also contributing factors in Perry's death. Buprenorphine is a prescription medication that is used to treat opioid use disorder. The report notes that the actor had been receiving ketamine infusion therapy, but says the ketamine in his system would not have been from his last treatment session, which was about a week and a half before his death. The autopsy found that Perry's death was caused by an unknown route of drug intake and that the main lethal effects were from cardiovascular overstimulation and respiratory depression. For more on all of those stories, plus other news, reviews, interviews, and more, head on over to EW.com. Get your brick on, but with a little holiday spirit this time. Lego Masters has crowned the villainous Christopher and Robert its season four champs, but it's not done showing off ambitious builds. Our number three pick today is the Lego Masters Celebrity Holiday Bricktacular. The two-part event returns for another year, with host Will Arnett pairing celebrities with fan-favorite builders from seasons past. NeNe Leakes, Marshawn Lynch, Kelly Osborne, and Rob Riggle will partner with some of the show's most imaginative creators for a pair of holiday-themed challenges. Here's a preview of Arnett helping Leakes' team with their build. What did the Brickmasters say to you when they came over? They were worried that our scene was going to get all lost inside this car. What if... Santa helps him get to the hospital with his sleigh. That won't be nice. That's a closet. Yeah, you can use that. That is a good <laughs> one. A sleigh is open from the top. There's so much room to see what's happening. It's perfect. Nah, we couldn't even think of it. You might have solved a huge problem for us. Is it almost like I saved Christmas? Yes. Yes. It is. Wow, it's a holiday brictacular miracle. Sorry, I'm just, I said it like that just because I'm hoping that'll be like in the promo. Yeah, you know what I, mean? I can we see just... it. Season three's David Geddes, season one's Crystal Star, and season two's Caleb Schilling and Randall Wilson will team up with celebrities and compete for a charity of their choice. The first part airs tonight at eight on Fox and streams tomorrow on Hulu. Part two will air at the same time on Tuesday. It's trivia time. Before becoming the host of Lego Masters, Will Arnett lent his voice to a character in multiple Lego movies. Which character did he play? Was it King Kong, 
Batman or a minifig version of Job Bluth? Stick around for the answer. Number two. Are we all just here for the gossip? 90 Day Fiance the other way wrapped up its latest season in November, but tonight we get the true finale. It is the last of the show's three-part tell-all episodes. And if you are not steeped in 90 Day Universe, that's okay. Here's what's going on. This spinoff spins things around. American citizens move to another country to be with someone they love or that they think they might love. The first two tell-all episodes had shocking updates on the couples who were delightfully candid about their fights, grudges, and how their relationships have fared since the camera stopped rolling. Here's a look back at the first two episodes and a bit of a tease of this last one. And the couples aren't holding back. The first time he had sex with this woman, it was a month before we got married. Two weeks ago, she sent me like a four-page email and details their relationship. What is Brandon like when he gets mad? I do sometimes call her a scammer, call her a Angela, what could Mary possibly do to Brandon that would make him call her some of those words? Do you guys want to talk about the last incident? Holly, I understand you've actually been back in the States for a while. How long has it been? Four months. Whoa. Oh, whoa. Yeah, it's been a bit strange. Wayne, are you thinking about ending this relationship? Yeah, I don't know. I understand. Look at how she acts. Where did she go? Well, these tell-alls have also featured past 90 Day Fiancé stars who have connections to these couples, so it's not at all surprising that it takes three episodes to get through all the chaos involved in this season. You can catch the final tell-all from 90 Day Fiancé the other way tonight at 8 on TLC. All right, folks, don't go anywhere. Our number one pick is coming up. What to Watch will be right back. Hey everyone, I'm Sid Evans, Editor-in-Chief of Southern Living and host of Biscuits and Jam. Since 2020, I've been interviewing musicians, chefs, authors, and other Southern icons about their family traditions, their faith, their favorite meals, and of course, what it means to be Southern. And I'm excited to announce season five of our award-winning podcast. Join me every Tuesday for new conversations with some of the most interesting and influential Southerners around. Be sure to follow Biscuits and Jam wherever you get your podcasts. You can also find us online at southernliving.com slash biscuits and jam. Welcome back to EW's What to Watch. This week in entertainment history, on December 18th, 1985, The Color Purple opened in theaters. The feature film adaptation of Alice Walker's classic novel was directed by Steven Spielberg and starred Danny Glover, Whoopi Goldberg, and Oprah Winfrey. It pulled in an impressive 11 Oscar nominations, including one for Spielberg's direction, a Best Actress nomination for Goldberg, supporting actress nominations for Winfrey and Margaret Avery, and an often overlooked pair of nominations for the music of Quincy Jones. 
Here is part of a famous speech that Winfrey Sophia gives to Goldberg's Seeley. Oh, my life, I had to fight. I had to fight my daddy. I had to fight my uncles. I had to fight my brothers. Girl, child ain't safe in the family means. But I ain't never thought I had to fight in my own house. I love Hoppo. God knows I do. But I kill him dead before I let him beat me. Such an incredible scene right there. Well, that classic was released today in 1985, and it is just a week until the new musical version of The Color Purple, starring Fantasia Barino, Taraji P. Henson, Danielle Brooks, Coleman Domingo, and more, hits theaters on December 25th. The long road to finding the voice winner started in September, and our number one pick today is the beginning of the end. Tonight is the first episode of a two-part live finale that will see a new singer crowned champion. Just five performers remain, and only three coaches still have contestants in the game. After Bias got eliminated last week, Gwen Stefani is without any remaining singers. Meanwhile, John Legend still has Lila Ford, Niall Horan still has Huntley and Mara Justine, and Reba's Ruby Lee got through to the finale. Then her singer Jackie Rohr was saved from elimination. Here's a look back at Jackie Rohr singing Hearts Alone. Well, you can see Jackie and the other voice finalists sing tonight at 8 on NBC. They are going for the win. And then tomorrow at 8, tune in for special performances by all four coaches as a group and in duets with their team members, as well as Earth, Wind & Fire, Keith Urban, Jelly Roll, Tyla, and upcoming season 25 coaches Dan and Shay, all on NBC and streaming the next day on Peacock. And finally today, the answer to our trivia question. Before he was host of Lego Masters, Will Arnett voiced which character in the Lego movies? King Kong, Batman, or a minifig version of Joe Bluth? Well, Arnett appeared in the Lego movie, the Lego movie 2, the second part, and the Lego Batman movie as a very egotistical Batman. And that is it for our show today. We will have more news and musty picks for you tomorrow. So be sure to follow or subscribe to What to Watch so you don't miss our daily recommendations, more of which can be found at EW.com. I'm executive editor Jared Hall. You can find us on X, formerly known as Twitter, at EW and at Jared Hall. Thanks for listening and have a great day. This episode of What to Watch was written by Dustin Nelson and EW staff, edited by Sammy Junio and hosted and produced by Jared Hall. What to watch.